Hey, food friends, and welcome to the Food Founders Podcast, your number one spot to get mentoring, guidance, and behind the scene learnings to help you understand what it really takes to launch, grow, and scale your packaged food or beverage business. On the show, you'll hear from food founders at various stages of growth, and you'll hear from me and my 14 years of packaged food and beverage experience. Each episode is packed with insights, inspiration, and learning to help you on your food business journey. I'm your host, Ainsley, and this is the Food Founders Podcast. Before we jump into today's show, I want to thank our sponsor, the Food Brands That Sell program. Food Brands That Sell is a six-week deep dive into the CPG industry and teaches you how to win within that industry by creating a brand that you, retailers, and consumers love. Here's what a recent alumni had to say about the program. I am so grateful that I chose to do Food Brands That Sell. I learned so much about myself, my journey, and my company. These six weeks changed how I'm doing my business, and I can see the difference already. I no longer feel alone. If you aren't already on the waitlist, hop on over to foodbrandsthatsellwaitlist.com or grab the link below to make sure that you are first to know when the program is accepting new students. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hey, food friends, and welcome to the 50th episode of the Food Founders Podcast. I can't believe we're at episode 50 already. The time has absolutely flown by, and I've just had so much fun showing up here week after week, interviewing different food founders, sharing my experience with you guys, and really helping you grow your business. I have had such a blast with so many inspiring food founders over the last 50 episodes, and I'm just amazed over and over again with this incredible industry that we are in. The CPG industry is like no other, or I'm assuming at least, CPG is literally the only industry I have ever been in. I've been in it since 2007 at various different capacities. And it's just so special. It's what keeps me in it is the people. The people are so fantastic. They share so much. They genuinely want to help you. And it is genuinely a collaborative community in here. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you've probably even heard some of the founders give out their personal email address or their phone number. And they really do mean it when they say, reach out if you've got a question. I'm here to help. And that to me is just so special because that is why I created this show in the first place to connect food founders, to make sure that food founders don't feel alone in their business anymore and that they can get unstuck. So everything I do in the Healthy Food and Beverage Group is for those reasons, to help you get unstuck, to help make sure that you do not feel alone, and to really help you make sure that you're not making those costly mistakes. And when I say costly mistakes, I'm talking time, I'm talking money, I'm talking energy. I know that there are so many different elements of running a packaged food company. And if I can save you a little bit of headache there, my job is done. So today on our 50th episode, I'm going to be breaking down some of the highlights that 
we've heard over the last 50 episodes and really bring up the most important themes that I have heard over and over and over again from these different founders. So there are lots of takeaways. There are lots of different keys to success. And there are some different different keys to success podcast episodes that I will list in the show notes as well for you. But today, I want it all to be about the founders who have contributed their fantastic insights. So we're going to be talking about five key themes that I've been hearing from food founders over the past 50 episodes that are going to help you also on your journey. One of the things that I do within my private communities and within the show is this idea of teaching all by being able to teach one or hearing from one allows everyone to be able to benefit from it. So that's what we're going to get today. All these food founders shared these fantastic pieces and we've heard these themes over and over again. And now we're doing a little highlight reel. So the number one thing that I heard over and over and over again from food founders was that purpose was one of the driving forces in their business. One of the driving forces that led them to start their company and one of the leading forces that got them to where they are in their business right now. This is something that a lot of people talk about. A lot of people talk about purpose, but it's another thing to really see it in action for brands to be built on a purpose and to have everything that they are doing really being driven by that purpose. Now, having a purpose can be having a food product that you grow into a business because you saw that something that you made maybe in your own home helped your family or a loved one. And you realized, heck, this helped a problem that we have. I want to make sure that it can help more people as well. That's a purpose. And that is a purpose I actually see so many food founders have when they're starting their businesses. I always like to break it down as I see the majority of food founders, not everyone, but the majority of food founders start the business for one of two reasons. And let me know if you fall into this, shoot me a DM or send me a note somewhere and let me know if you fall into these camps because I'm curious. But typically I hear, number one, I started my food company or my beverage company because I've had a health issue or someone in my home has had a health issue and I just wanted to solve it through food. And then I did solve it and the results were incredible. And I want to share that out with the world now. That's a powerful, powerful purpose to want to drive a business behind. The second reason I hear companies start a food business is because they're a fantastic chef. They're a fantastic cook. And people just love what it is that they are selling or what they're offering and making at home that people keep saying gosh, will you just bottle this up and sell this? Or, oh, will you just make this for everyone? Oh, I wish I could buy this in stores. And then after hearing that time and time again, finally, that this chef says, gosh, maybe I can make a business out of this. Let me try. So those are the two areas uh, where I mostly hear people say why they've started their food business. And the chef piece too, like that is a purpose. Your purpose is delivering happiness, delivering joy, feeding people. That is such a natural part of being human is to want to connect over food and want to please people with food. So both of those are really, really strong purposes that are completely different. 
Purpose can also be something like wanting to bring clean water to more people. That is a purpose that a lot of businesses are built on. And what I really see helps propel businesses forward is having a mission that is tied to their brand as a part of them. Also, that mission can be cleaning water, but it can also be, or any other social cause, but it can also be helping people enjoy their morning routines more, helping moms get more of their day back. Let's be honest. Those are purposes that are absolutely needed as well. So having a purpose is something that I hear over and over again, which is why I'm sharing it here, because I want you to have the most successful packaged food or beverage business that you can. And so if you don't have a purpose, if you don't have your clear why, if you don't have your clear, big, audacious goal, I want to make sure that you spend some time getting really focused in on that, have your massive transformative purpose so that you can move towards that in everything that you do. This, my food friend, is going to make everything so much easier in what you're doing, especially when times are tough. And I know that they're going to get tough because you're running a food business. There's ups and downs that happen. So have your purpose. I really recommend having it right in front of you all the time. Uh, whether that's through a photo, whether that's through some sort of symbol. If your purpose is to be able to bring families closer together or heck, just to bring your own family closer together, make sure that you have a photo of your family on your desk so you can be grounded in your purpose each and every single day as you're going through everything that you're going through in your business. Your purpose will help you push through things when they get more difficult. It will help you more easily make clean yes and clean no decisions. And it'll really help you realize that you're on a mission for something that's bigger than yourself. And that in and of itself is powerful. Doing things for us is motivating, but doing things for a whole bunch of people, wow, that really lights a fire under people. I want you to go and take a listen to two of the episodes that I feel like we had some fantastic founders really talking about mission within the last 50 episodes. Go and take a listen to Ugly Drinks, which is episode number five. Hugh from Ugly talks about having purpose built in to the company across everything that they do. And if you know Ugly and if you see them come across your newsfeed, which you probably have, you will get a deeper understanding of how they have built purpose into everything that they're doing. And it is 100% paying off when you look at the growth that that business has been having. Another great episode that talks about purpose and purpose in terms of giving back, purpose in terms of community and in terms of family. Uh, listen to episode number 16 with Bella from Shakatee. It is a fantastic episode. You might even hear in the background some of the beautiful little birds because Bella is recording from Hawaii and you cannot get rid of the nature in Hawaii, nor would we ever want to. So you might hear a few beautiful birds in the background as uh, Bella is working to grow out shaka tea in Hawaii and bring it across all of the Americas. Okay, so let's dive in to the second thing that I heard businesses talk about over and over again. And I want to talk about and emphasize for you because it really is a key for success. And this is the idea of not doing it alone. A lot of brands that I've talked to, not just on the show, but clients that I've worked with, brands that I've connected with at events, um, a lot of brands 
they don't really want to do it alone. They maybe try to do it alone at the beginning, but they realize that's the long road to get there. Because again, going back to who typically starts a food company, you know how to create a great product to solve a health need, or you know how to make a delicious product that people love. But you and I both know there are so many other pieces to running a food company. What about the marketing? What about the finances? What about the selling? What about the operation, sourcing ingredients? There are so many different elements of running a packaged food company and doing it alone is the slow route. I know it might feel like the fast route, but it really is the slow route because you can only do so much. There are only 24 hours in a day. There are only seven days a week. And let's be honest, you probably didn't create a business so that you could be working 24-7. You probably created your business so that you could have more freedom. You can spend more time with your family. You can spend more time doing what you love and you can make the impact on the world that you want to make. And you're going to be able to make that impact on a bigger scale and a lot faster when you're doing it with other people. So this might be having a co-founder. This might be having investors. This might be working with a consultant like myself. It might be joining a community like the one that I run with food brands that sell. This could be reading books, tuning into podcasts, attending webinars and seminars to get the knowledge that you need from other people to help you figure it out and grow your business faster. So not doing it alone is a really, really key piece for your success. And there are lots of different food founders that I've spoke with over the last 50 episodes. And a lot of them have talked about how important it's been to have someone else on their side. So they haven't had to figure it all out alone. And why should you try to figure it out alone? It is... 2021, when I'm recording this, the info that you are looking for is out there. Someone has figured it out. Someone is there able to share that information or able to do the work. And I talk a lot about staying in your zone of magic, doing what you love and what you are great at in your business. And think about that. There is something that you might love in your business. And there is something that you hate. We all have that one thing that we hate to do. (laughs) And chances are, not even chances are, absolutely, there is someone out there who loves to do the thing that you hate. And there is someone else who hates doing what you love. So hire someone to do what you don't want to do so that you can focus on what you do best. And that is going to allow your business to move a lot faster with what you're doing. Because I don't know about you guys, but when I'm doing something that I don't like to do, that means that I will procrastinate. That means that it's going to take me a whole bunch of extra time because maybe I'm researching a few things. Maybe I'm having to redo it over and over and over again because I'm just not, it's not my area of expertise. You guys might not know this, but like if you ever follow me on Instagram, I'm at Ainsley Moore at Instagram. Do you know how many takes it takes me to do a video? It takes me so many takes over and over and over again because I am not, that's not my area of expertise. So now while I need to show up on camera because I'm speaking to you guys, the editing sometimes is not done by me. Sometimes that's done by someone else on the team who is better at that than I am. I love recording the podcast here, but there is another expert on my team who will do the editing of it. 
because that's what he does best. That's not what I do best. And the same goes for you in your business. Focus on what you do best and your business is going to go further faster. So if you want to listen to some episodes where we've got some great food founders talking about not doing it alone, I recommend going to listen to episode number four with Nine Spoon Soup, which is a daughter and father business. And I want you to listen to episode number 49, very recent one, number 49, right before this one, uh, with Oh My Gun. And both episodes talking about not doing it alone in very different ways. And both are really, really powerful stories for you to tune into and some great nuggets from both of them. Okay, number three, the third thing that I heard so many food businesses talk about over these past 50 episodes and what has helped lead them to their success is tenacity. Tenacity is a really, really big one in this industry. Because if you are in this industry, you know it's not all rainbows and butterflies all the time. You know there are ups and downs. There are barriers. It is not an easy path all the time. And quite a few of the food founders that I've interviewed have really laid that out on the show. So there's going to be ups and downs. Absolutely. And maybe even some sideways, but it's not going to be straight. So for you, having that tenacity to keep pushing through and finding a way to make things possible is absolutely crucial to your success. Now, tenacity is going to be a lot easier if you've done that piece that we talked about in number one, having a purpose. Tenacity becomes so much easier when you have purpose. And also number two, actually, not doing it alone. Tenacity becomes so much easier when you have a support system around you who's going to help pick you up and tell you, no, you got to keep going. Oh, try this, try that, and help make sure that you find the way to make your goals come true. So really, really pushing through, guys, is so, so important. You are going to hear no from stores that you go and visit that you think is a perfect fit for your product. Sometimes they're going to say no. Sometimes you're going to think that you have the perfect supplier all set up for you and something's going to fall through. You're going to think that you've got fantastic packaging and then something goes wrong with it. Tenacity is going to help you keep pushing through that. So this is definitely a skill that can be built on. The number one thing to do is just keep on going. Keep on going. Fall down, get back up. Fall down, get back up. Fall down, get back up. And make sure that you have the people around you to help you get back up when it feels like it's difficult. This is definitely a skill that you can develop here. And there's some great episodes that talk about this throughout the podcast. I'm going to recommend that you go and check out episode number one, the very first episode for the Food Founders Podcast with Paul from Eat Nice Foods. And go and listen to episode number 29 with Mammoth Foods. Both of those are going to be really, really great to help you understand what it's like to push through. And really, so many of the episodes talk about that where it was not always an easy path. Pretty much every company that you've seen out there that is a quote-unquote overnight success or that you think is an overnight success and, oh my gosh, how are they doing so great? We launched at the same time. They fell and they got back up and they just kept pushing through. And I know that that's possible for you as well. So keep pushing through. Keep figuring out what it is going to take for you to succeed and reach that goal that you are going after and accomplishing that purpose that you are going after. Get the information that you're looking for. You do not need to do it alone. And when you have the right skills, you can keep pushing through a lot easier. Okay, number four, the fourth piece that I've heard so many brands talk about that's led to their success, both as a company and as a food founder themselves. 
in terms of how they operate, in terms of how they manage those ups and downs, how they manage all the different pieces that need to be done in a food company. And this fourth piece is building an aligned food brand. And you guys have probably heard me talk about this before because this is one that is so near and dear to my heart. And I talk about this a lot. And it's a really big piece of food brands that sell because I believe that we should have an aligned food brand. Your brand is a representation of you. It needs to absolutely connect with your audience. It is for your audience, not for you, but it needs to feel aligned for you. When you have an aligned brand, this means that you can show up authentically in the right places. You can be sold on the right places. You can be doing marketing in the right places. Everything is just lined up and it all makes sense. And let me talk about an aligned uh, brand for you guys for a second. When you have an aligned brand, it means that all the decisions in your business can become a heck of a lot easier. And there are some great examples throughout the podcast where people have talked about this. Number 40 with Pat's Granola, where Pat talks about being in the right locations for her local brand and really leaning on that local piece. Episode number 33 with Form Nutrition, where they talk about how their purpose and their brand is just bleeding into absolutely everything that they do. And it's incredible to see how aligned everything that within for nutrition is and that consumer experience. I remember having, uh, I've tried for nutrition and I had the protein powder at home and I was out in Vancouver, British Columbia, and this beautiful, beautiful sunset was happening right in front of me over the water the ocean. And it was it was stunning. The colors of the sky were so beautiful. And my brain thought of Form Nutrition's packaging because the brand was so clear with trying to bring that nature element to life. And it's so connected to the giving back to nature, to intent, to being with you wherever you are in nature and the brand colors and everything just stuck together. And I just you know, immediately, of course, you guys know me, obsessed with brand, obsessed with food, which is like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. This is like exactly like for nutrition right now. This is fantastic. And that's when you know you have a strong brand. And having an aligned brand comes to life in other ways as well. If you listen to episode 32 with Black Sheep Tea, Renee talks about how having an aligned brand helped her get into more stores with more ease and have her sell more in those stores as well. And episode number 47 uh, with Badass Water, you see how being really aligned to that badass brand allowed them to go into some unconventional marketing channels. So having an aligned brand makes it so your business decisions can be easier and so that things move smoother with what you're doing. And who doesn't want that, right? Who doesn't want things to be smoother? Who doesn't want more results from what they're doing with more ease and with less work? Absolutely. I know you do. So make sure that you are building an aligned food brand. Okay. And number five, this is one that I actually think is one of the biggest advantages of small businesses that sometimes not all small businesses are taking advantage of this enough. And this is being nimble. This really is 
a huge advantage that you have over large companies. You guys probably know I spent about a decade working for large consumer packaged goods companies, Fortune 500 companies, the largest brands in the food and beverage world. And they got there for a reason, for a number of reasons. Part of it is because they do fantastic, fantastic planning um, and fantastic strategy. And they hire people that are just obsessed with building incredible strategy and incredible products and incredible brand. What comes with that because these companies are such giants is that turning that ship around can take a really long time. I'm talking years to turn a ship around. (laughs) I'm talking by the time I had finished building strategy plans for three years out, which is what you do in those large companies and you present them every year. And it is a big, big deal that you were working on for about six months. By the time I was finished working on a three-year strategic plan at my last job uh, before launching the Healthy Food and Beverage Group when I was working at Campbell's Soup. Within that period, it was about six months of planning. I was able to launch my own coffee company, my own direct-to-consumer coffee company, the Black Coffee Co. So that just goes to show nimbleness was absolutely an advantage on my part. Here I am writing out plans for three years. Meanwhile, small companies are able to launch new products, change new packaging, test out new marketing activities, pivot here, pivot there, try, try, try. And these large companies are building out the plans on paper, let alone when it comes for them to actually bring it to life. Planning is absolutely necessary in your business, 100%. We should have a plan. We should try to stick to our plan as much as possible. But veering off of that plan when opportunities come about and when data changes that story for us is absolutely critical. And it is one of your most important advantages of being a small emerging food brand. Use it to your advantage. Be nimble. Test different packaging. Test different marketing. Test different marketing channels. Test different stores. Test, 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 test until you know what works. When you know what works and you can strip away everything else, and then you get to, again, save your time, energy, and money because you're not on all the different channels, doing all the different things, trying to be everything to everyone. You have let the data help inform you where to be, how to show up, what the messaging is, what the product should be. And that makes everything so much easier in your business. And that's a huge, huge advantage. If you listen to episode number 17 with my match bar, you will hear quite a journey of how this company has pivoted and pivoted and pivoted and pivoted with that big vision that they have in mind, but then pivoted till they got the product right. That's right. They completely changed their product and their delivery because they were committed to their purpose and they were being nimble. They weren't stuck on their idea of what it needed to be. They took the data and they changed it. And that is such a key piece to success. And definitely listen to episode number 10 with Lumen as well. Such an inspiring episode and really, really fantastic how they talk about being nimble and being scrappy and just doing whatever it takes to get the brand name in front of the right people and making sure that the business grows. There you have it, food friends. Five of the biggest lessons from the founders that have been on the show over the last 50 episodes. Purpose, do not do it alone. Tenacity, building an aligned brand and being nimble. If you are looking for takeaways in terms of what to do in your business right now, take one of these five pieces and start implementing it right now. I can't wait for you guys to get your hands on these upcoming episodes because there are 
As always, so many gems to help you grow your business. This podcast and everything that I do in my business exists so that you don't need to do it alone, so that you can grow your business faster, and so that you can make the impact that I know you want to make with your packaged food or beverage business. Until next time, food friends, have fun building your empire, and I will catch up with you on the next episode. That's it for this week, food friend. Thanks for tuning in. If the show helped you in any way, please go ahead and leave a rating or review of the show below. I also want to thank our sponsor one more time, the Food Brands That Sell program, the program to transform how you navigate the CPG industry and ultimately sets you up for success within it. Go ahead and get yourself on the waitlist using the link below, or you can put yourself on the waitlist at foodbrandsthatsellwaitlist.com. Catch you next time, food friend.